0: You're listening to the Release City Church online experience. Hey, listen, we really hope today's message is one that will encourage you, inspire you, and challenge you to take your next step with Jesus. Thanks again for listening. Now let's check it out. Everybody say part three. Here we go. Today is part three of uh, this collection of talks that we've been in the middle of, that we've entitled Made for Mission. Now, I'm just going to kind of recap just a little bit um, for those of you that uh, the two-week break from this message, which, by the way, let me say thank you um, to Adam and, and all of the media team, everyone on the, lead, the, on the leadership team, Cole and all those that, that facilitated service. It is it is an amazing thing that when you can know that you can, you can. we're always there for other families at funerals and those type things. And then when it happens to us, it's, 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 it's weird. And you guys made that so smooth for us that we didn't have to worry about what's going on here. So thank you to every single person. Amen. Amen. So made for mission. As we dive in and pick up where we left off a couple of weeks ago, I want us to read our theme verse uh, for this series, but it's, it's not just for this series. It's, it's a theme of where I believe that God is leading us and taking us for the next 12 months. And I know this sounds weird because typically you would, you would launch vision in, a, in, in at December or January and say 12 months. We're, there's nothing about God that that's, that's can be structured out and said this is the way it always is if you've been around God and have a relationship with him you understand that he he, he just doesn't do it that way and so he said hey you know what I want you to start for the next 12 months and let's identify and adopt this verse so if you brought your Bibles with you this morning let's go to the book of John chapter 20 and I'm going to start with verse 19 uh, 19 through 21 if you don't have your Bible with you or your smartphone um, you forgot to charge it last night we will put it up on the screen for you And it says this, this is actually Jesus speaking to his disciples. This is on the Sunday of the resurrection. Um, And that Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of Jewish leaders. Let me stop right there and say, the moment that the church gets behind closed doors and is no longer available to the people outside of the walls, the church becomes no longer effective. That's why we said at the very beginning of this, as we transition the name change, we are not just a church in our city. We are a church for our city. We will not be, it would not be a thing where, where Jesus comes back and we're on a Sunday morning and we're closed up, we're doing our thing in here because we're, listen, God wants us to take what he gives us in here, take it out there. Amen? Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. Now, remember, locked doors. I know I just said the Holy Spirit is not Casper, but I was rereading this this morning, and I thought, God has a sense of humor because it didn't say the door unlocked and he walked in. It just said suddenly Jesus was standing there. Oh, be careful, little people, what you're doing. Can you imagine some of the stuff we do that, you know, make a little bit edgy sometimes, and Jesus just all of a sudden suddenly showed up in your living room. And the church said, O me. <laughs> Suddenly Jesus was standing among them, and this is what he said, Peace be with you. And as he spoke, he, sh- he showed them the wounds in his hands and his side. They were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. Verse 21, this is our theme verse. Again he said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. So we're adopting this verse, not just for this message, but for the theme for the next year. And we're saying that it isn't just words that Jesus spoke to his disciples, but this is words that Jesus is speaking to Release City Church on October 4th. These are words that Jesus is speaking. First of all, he's saying whatever you got going on in your life, it's, if it's chaotic, if you, if you didn't hear the worship leader because the music was too loud and you, and you missed when he said release what's in your hand and you're still holding on to it, hello church, you still got, you still got stuff going on and you're still, still feel uneasy, hear the Holy Spirit of God right now. He's saying, peace. Be still. Sometimes it's going to take us to get still before the peace will come. Because if I'm running around and I'm doing my thing, oh, God, I'm praying. But but, no, you're, you're still trying to work it out. He says, be still and know that I am God. He's either in control or he's not. And regardless of what happens, he's still in control. Okay? So let my life be an example. And before we even knew anything about Robin... In July, that's how fast everything happened. End of July, we found out that she had cancer. And within two months, God took her home. But before that happened, we were already in the middle of a series called Let Hope Rise. And if you remember, I said, regardless of what happens, I didn't know what was going to happen, regardless of, of, of things not working out the way you think they should, my hope will not be shaken. Sure, I'm, I'm human, and, and, there, and, 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 and life hurts sometimes, but it will not shake my faith. So let my life be an example, because I know there's some people in here that's going through some things that you're feeling shaken. And the Holy Spirit, if, I, if we said nothing else, he's told you from this platform, be still and experience my peace and my rest. He's got you, and he's still in control. Even though I don't don't understand what he's doing, I will always trust his heart. It's our prayer as a leadership team that we would move beyond the walls of this building and take the message of the gospel and to release hope. What's the message of the gospel? Hope. This world is getting all the bad news, all the negative news. It is our responsibility to release hope. Everybody say release. Release hope. Give them Jesus. Jesus. It's hard to give them something that we don't have. That's why I like that song, Just Give Me Jesus. Nothing else will do. Do y'all see how things got intertwined today? Nothing else will do. Just give me Jesus. It's our our desire to let people in our city know that God doesn't want to take anything away from them, but he wants to give them so much more. The Bible says that he's come to give us life and life more abundantly. As a church, we want to be used to impact our city for Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody just nudge your neighbor, tell them, say, I want to be used. I want the impact to start with me. Because Jesus said, as the Father sent me, so I am sending you. So we're becoming, what, what, what are we doing? We're becoming intentional about living our lives on mission, on mission. One of the big things that, that I want to begin uh, for you to see and understand this next year is that you are where you are. I'm just recapping part one and part two. You are where you are on purpose. Somebody said, but I didn't choose to be there. No, you may not have chosen to be where you are, but God chose you there, and he's got you there on mission for a purpose. Maybe you love to write. Maybe you love to take pictures. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're in sales. Maybe you're an entrepreneur. Listen, God put that purpose inside of you. Whatever that is that you like to do, your purpose and mission is found, in, your purpose is found inside of that thing. Somebody said, oh, "I still don't I, don't. I don't. know. I don't. I can't. I don't know if I identify what what that is for me." I've always said this: the area that the enemy attacks the most in your life, right there is where your purpose is, because he's revealing that is what he is most uh, 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 scared of, is that area. So, so identify what that purpose is and, and 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 see the mission and run after it. You are where you are for a reason. You've been sent. You've been called, and God has an assignment for you. An assignment for you. He has an assignment for all of us. How many believe that this morning? Somebody say, living on mission. So in part two, we really started specifically uh, looking at how to do this personally. How do we live on mission? How, how do I live on mission in my everyday life? That individual that came to me Friday night at the game, they, lived on, they, they, they accepted the assignment. I don't know if, 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 if they heard... With, a, with an audible voice but there was something inside of them said walk up to the fence and call B over and share with him that's somebody who said I'm on mission they got it I, I want to live my whole life I got it I want to live my life on mission how about you so how do I live mi- on mission where I am I told you uh, uh two weeks ago that there were three main ideas I gave you the first one I'm gonna give you the last two today and we're gonna go home and we're gonna eat roast what are y'all eating today we come into y'all's house I'm just kidding. Amy's already got the roast going. We good. We good. Um, so the first point that I gave you was to identify where you are. Everybody taking notes? You got, you got your notes? Identify Because if you're not taking notes, you're not, when all this comes around and, 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 and the world's going crazy around you, you need to be able to pull something up and go, hey, I need to identify where I'm at. It may be crazy, but I'm going to be still right here, and I'm believing for God's peace to come and just settle this thing down. Amen? So identify where you are. Wherever you find yourself in a day, look for opportunities to make a difference. This is the mission of Release City Church. This is where we're headed. We want to make an impact and make a difference. So let me ask, where are you today? Not in this moment, but where do you find yourself? What, 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 what are you involved in? Where are you? Are you a stay-at-home mom or dad? If so, your children are your first mission. Sometimes I'd rather be on that other mic so I can you know, use that pop, bop, bop to wake people up because I want you to grab that. Your family is your first mission. How about your place of employment? Consider the idea that you've been sent there on a mission. Adam understands what mission is. SWAT team, y'all, y'all, y'all go over the mission. That's what we're doing today. It, if I could have blueprints and, and show you what we're going to God has a mission for us. And the mission is yours if you choose to accept. Once we start identifying the fact that we've been sent, we will start viewing our lives differently. Once you see yourself as every day of my life, it's not just about me punching a time card, paying some bills, experiencing a vacation, all of those things that have been taken from us in 2020. Come on, somebody ready to close out 2020 and start di- just dive in, just dive into 2021. Whatever you want, God. Yes, if we will start seeing that there is a purpose for everywhere we go, and there's a mission, God will use your life to impact those around you. I believe it with all of my heart. Listen, somebody said, well, I don't have anything to contribute. Listen to me. If you, if you know Jesus, if you, if, you, if you have a relationship with Jesus, you have everything to contribute. You're what I call a hope carrier. You're a carrier of love. You're a carrier of, carrier of hope. I told God, I I don't want to do this today, God. But I'm a carrier. And when you're a carrier, you have a responsibility. I'm talking to you. It's easy for me to talk about me. But I'm talking about you because I like to put the pressure back. Because you're like, oh, poor Pastor B. No, (laughs) how about you? When we don't feel like it, we're going to be held accountable for for the mission that is inside of us that we refuse to go after. Well, that's for somebody else. No, 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 that's for you. It's for you to carry the message of the gospel. Because there's going to be times that Pastor B's not here. There's going to be times that I'm not going to be riding in your car when, when you start feeling uh, you know, the weight of, of things that used to be said about you and, and somebody whispers, the enemy knows the right time to push your button to make you feel inadequate. Come on, church and Pastor B's not going to be there. You're going to try to go and turn on, turn on uh, Sirius XM or, or flip up some worship music, and, and your CDs worked all these years, and all of a sudden, the player stops. You know why? Because the enemy knows how, how detrimental worship and the presence of God is to where you are right then. So identify where you are and what opportunities that you have where you are. Number two, invest where you are. Invest Where you are. This probably sounds really obvious, but let me show you what I mean. Let's go to Acts, Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10, uh, verse 38. This is Peter talking to Jesus. He said, And you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. And then Jesus went around doing good. Everybody say doing good. Jesus, so what am I supposed to do? Look at Jesus. All Jesus did was went around doing good. If you want to underline that in your Bible, do that because that's for you. He went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. God was with him. It said he went around doing good. In the Greek, that word doing good, it means invested. It means to invest in people. That's all Jesus did, was he invested in people. Think about your life. Are you a consumer? Gimme, gimme, gimme. Or are you actually investing in other people? Jesus was always investing in others. We see him speaking to people that other people wouldn't talk to. We see him hanging out with people that the religious people start talking about Jesus because he had no business talking with those people. That's why he got up on the cross and said, there is nobody, there is no no person greater or more important to God at all. We're all on the same playing field. There's no single group in humanity that is more important to God. So guess what? If there's nobody more important to God, there's nobody more important to me. Because our mission will always be getting the message of Jesus and people will always be our heart because that was God's heart. People. He was always investing in people. Listen, he was never in a hurry. He was, he was, he was, he was, he had an urgency in everything that he did. He was investing where he was. He was pouring into other people. He had time for others when the moment called for it. So my challenge for us today is this. Wherever you find yourself, I'm challenging all of us to invest where you are. What does that mean? Let me give you an example. Are you a supervisor at a place of business? Do you have people that work under you at where you work? Do you, do, do, do you have people that serve under you or work alongside you? Let me ask you, do you know their kid's name? Or are they just there to, to, to do a service for you? It's called investing. I know life's way too busy. It's an area that God is actually still working on me in. Because I'm all about working and doing and doing the business and doing the... Listen, if 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 we do an extravagant presentation, but I don't know what's going on in your life, I am not effective. The presentation looks good. But if I'm not connected to you, and I don't know what's going on in your life, and frankly, if I don't care, if I don't care, guess what? God will remove me. That's just how he works. That's how he rolls, because he takes his mission very seriously. And I just want to live my life, and, I, and I'm challenging you. Yes, we have grandkids, and we have children, and, and all of those things, and we have think, places we want to go, and I'm, I'm not on a rabbit trail, but I'm just trying to show you. He understands that you have all those things, but he wants to know first, and first, first priority, am I first, is my mission first. And it's really cool how God will intertwine what we like to do with his mission. He'll put you in the right place, the places that you enjoy. But he wants to know, will you, will, you have, will, you have, will you have a selection set aside so that if I need to speak at a football game because somebody else is going through something and they're dealing with something that you don't know, will you be willing to share with them that God cares and he knows? Somebody say, well, Pastor B, I'm, I'm not good at that. We're going to get there. I'm going to show you how this works. Because I just believe we don't have an excuse. We don't have an excuse. I know it's quiet in here today, but that's all right. See, wherever you find yourself, there are opportunities to invest. Maybe you're not a supervisor. Maybe, maybe you have coworkers. Listen, we live so much of our life trying to get things done that we miss opportunities to invest in the people around us. Anybody got a to-do list on your phone? My wife tells me all the time. She actually threatened me the other day. I want to see your screen time. How much time are you spending on that thing? As it sounds funny to you, but it ain't funny to me because I know. <laughs> and God will use my wife to speak to me to remind me sometimes you you're missing priorities are all over the place. Somebody said, did you just put her on blast? No, I put myself on blast because what I was letting you know is I don't always get it right, and my priorities aren't always where they should be because I'm busy. I'm busy. Got I got to do this and I got to do that and yeah, but it's for the ministry, right? God okay, like See, that's one side. Then there's another side where God's saying, "Hey, will you will you come I I need you to I need you to invest, I need I need you to help at the I need you to volunteer at the church. I need I need you, uh, I know you I know you've been working all day, but but will you go to the church and put the sign up so Pastor B doesn't have to another will you be a part of that?" See, that's the voice that says, "Will you help?" But yet, we're, we're too busy. We're too busy working, building our thing, building our kingdom. God wants to know will you put my kingdom first, and then I'll, I'll give you the desires of your heart? Amen. See, when we put this first and this second, I believe there's consequences. I just want to walk in his blessings all the time. Somebody say, is blessings attached to obedience? <laughs> Yeah, and I know how disobedience comes too. You feel like you're cursed. That hurt. Should have had the um, hammer call. We should have had the other prop up here, didn't we? He asked me, do you have any props? No, I'm good. It's just me today. Another point I want to give you, that investing in other people requires us to slow down. I think that was one of the devotionals. For those of you that look at the devotionals, I think slowing down is was one of them this past week. Investing in other people requires us to slow down. That's why we don't invest in other people because we don't want to slow down. Because life is pushing us oh so fast. I've got to make deadlines. I've got to do this. Anybody else in here? Anybody else feeling deadlines? I need to do this. I'm being pushed. The enemy loves to push us even into our passion. The enemy, the enemy will help push us into reaching law. I mean, you know, just doing, do just not. I wouldn't say reaching them, but just doing stuff. Just doing stuff. Because then we actually miss what what we're doing. And that's connecting with people. I've missed you. I'm so glad you're in the house today. No, she's not backslidden. In case you forgot, we had COVID going on. Glad, Miss Francis. I'm just glad we're, I'm glad family's back together. The enemy will do everything. He'll throw whatever. He'll throw crazy stuff in there to get us divided and separated. But in our hearts we're undivided god huh we're knit when you're hurting we're hurting together when you rejoice when you hit a milestone guess what we're right there with you we're right there with you and whether or not you 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 help somebody get there and and congratulate them probably will depend on if you get yours what what am i saying I don't want to celebrate them because you hadn't answered my prayer, and he ain't going to with a heart like that. That's right, that's right, that's right. Simmer down, Weber. Simmer down. Listen. Investing in other people call, uh, requires us to slow down, not always being focused on the next thing. It means talking to people about what's happening in their lives. This is an area that God is working. I was all about doing the mechanics of church, but I, I didn't have time. That's somebody else who, who's friendly and, and, and I'm, I'm actually I, an introvert. Is that what you call it? Where you, you, I know y'all are like, we couldn't tell. But in a group of people outside of this setting, I'm nervous. But God is working. Some of you are the same way. How, God, am I supposed to show up, on, walk over to a fence at a football? There's all these people around. They may think I'm crazy. They may not. You might actually impact their life. You might actually say something that you don't know where they were. You don't know what decisions they were, they were processing that they were going to make that would actually take them away from where God was calling them. But because you were obedient... and you don't know what they go on to do that, 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 that jewel that's going to go in their crown you helped put it there and our disobedience can cause a negative impact it's offering to pray for somebody you don't have to have a perfect prayer it's not about being eloquent if you can be sincere in what you're praying that's all that matters I used to say it all the time. I don't, I don't pray around the world like, my, like Dad and Robin. I, family devotions? No. No. I'm trying to get back in there and watch my TV show. Dad be praying for 30 minutes? Huh? I was like, God, I, I, can I say what I got to say in five? <laughs> Thank you for this food. Amen. <laughs> If God wants you to, to, to pray over somebody, as long as it's from a sincere heart, the Holy Spirit will give you. It's not your words anyway. The Holy, when you don't know what to pray, the Holy Spirit will put some, something in your mouth. We'll talk about that in the next series. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. Not next week, but a week after that. Because we can't, you can't be about the mission of God without the power of God, and the power of God comes with the Holy Spirit. So. So, 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 I already went to the end of the message. We can just close it out right there, but I won't. I got a few more minutes on the clock. But it's so true. How, how do I do this? You're not going to. It's going to be the Holy Spirit. All he's looking for is a willing, available vessel. When you're sitting in the, when you're sitting in the drive through window, I think y'all probably don't even sit in the drive through window. I'm looking at both y'all at CFEC. You probably don't do that. But wherever you find yourself, a smile through a glass window so Pastor B, we got to wear masks. Okay, pull it up and go, cheese. You don't know what's, what's going to help people. One of, the, one of the things that everybody talked about, I wasn't planning on showing you this, this is for me, this is so she's with me, is her smile. It's infectious. It was contagious. You don't know the people that Robin's life and her smile impacted You're sitting here today because of someone who carried a smile, who was a carrier of hope and life. And it's our responsibility to carry hope and life, and it's not for, to tell them that hope and life is in here. It's for us to take the hope and life that we carry and carry it out there. They're going to want to come in. We don't have to go on Facebook and say, join us on Sunday. They're going to know that there's something happening in there, and it's giving me hope, it's giving me joy, and it's giving me life when everything was taken away from me. You're not going to have to ask anybody. Just show. Show that you're carrying something greater than yourself instead of carrying you. Being down in the mully grubs, and that's, that's you. That's you. Let them see Jesus. When we turn our eyes upon Jesus and look full in his wonderful face, guess what? That's contagious. When you turn your eyes on Jesus and off of YouTube and off of TikTok and off of all the... When you turn your eyes on Jesus, you're going to be more apt to show Jesus. I took that mess off my phone. TikTok. Because it was bringing up stuff I had no business looking at. And it wasn't that I was searching for it. It just came up. And and, and I get it. They, mm mm-mm. What I'm trying to say is when, when I look at Jesus, I'm going to show Jesus. I'm going to give people Jesus. But when I'm more worried about do I do the TikTok move, and I, I'm not a, I, I, I can't dance. White boy can't dance. But, but, but guess what? If that's all I'm looking at, that's what I'm giving people. I'm sorry. So turn your eyes upon Jesus. And I didn't have a monster, okay? They're off-limits in my house. Susie's back there going. I'm okay. I'm really not, because I to see Pete, I want to see you get this. I want to see you get this. I want what I have, which is Jesus, to be so contagious, you take this out and you, and you run, run with it. It's time for chieflin to be flipped upside down for Jesus. It is time. And, I, and I've told God, I will, if you want to use me to be a part of that, that's my desire. And I'm trying to put an army together to make this thing flip. There ain't no flip or flop. It's going to flip. It's going to be awesome. Can I have just a few more minutes? The next point I want to give you, next is next next is often the enemy of now. Anybody else got a vacation you're planning? Or maybe put it this way. When you plan a vacation, you almost don't care about anything else because all you're looking at is that. Huh? I, I'm that way. When I, when I put a vacation on the calendar, or let me put it this way. This, this will touch home with some of y'all. Ever left a job? You gave them a two-week notice? You ever heard the, sl- the, the saying... You checked out, you know what I'm saying, you just there for, the, there for the money, honey. You're just there for the money, but you really ain't, you're doing just enough to get by. you putting stuff under things, hopefully they won't see, hey, can you help me with this? You checked out. Why? Because you're looking at next. I, I want to move out of this house so I can get to the bigger and better house. I, I, I got to leave this crazy job because I got a God's got a better job for me. But you ain't left this job yet. You hadn't left that job, and God has you there for a reason and a purpose, and it's His mission. It, the purpose isn't to drive you nuts. The purpose isn't to punch a time card so you can get some money in your in your checking account. That's not the purpose. That's a byproduct of why you're there. You're delivering lumber because you're showing up at people's places of business and, 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 and where they're building houses, whatever, work sites. That doesn't mean carry a track and do you know Jesus? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying be sensitive to what God, what, how you, big burly guys, man, just walk up to him and say, man, dude, Jesus loves you. You look like you're having a bad day. I had a bad day yesterday, but, but Jesus helped me walk, he just walked me through this thing. You don't know what people are going through. I'm trying to convince you that you are where you are for a reason. And when you see that and you get it, guess what? You look at your job, the one that's driving you crazy, the one that y'all woke up today and said, I I don't want to go to work tomorrow. Maybe I'll call out sick. Got COVID. (laughs) Good luck with that. You're going to be at home for 14 days. You start running that mouth like that. You are where you are. On purpose. I want you to. I want you to see where you are in the season that you're in. I want you to see that the, the time schedule is not for you to determine; it's for God to determine. Anybody get anything out of this today? I feel like the stove is hot right now. It's it's the it's the American way that we live our lives, totally focused on what's coming next, and we miss out on what God is trying to do right now. See. If I got so focused on those 12 acres and, and how we going to pay for that and, and, and dear God, what kind of, what kind of building, what, what, how's that going to happen? If I get so, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. If I get so hyped up about that that we're not even there yet, I will miss out on the opportunity of leading people where you are right now so that we can appreciate when we get there. Listen, we live life in warp speed. And don't nobody know that better than me? I feel like, what was, that, what was that? Cartoons have changed. All the older people in here, y'all remember that? The Roadrunner. Mimic, meow. Mimic, meow. That, some of the teenagers going, don't know nothing about Beep Beep. <laughs> I think it was Tyler yesterday. They were trying to put a cartoon on for Tegan, and he was like, Spongebob changed (laughs) it's like not a cute cartoon anymore it's like I don't know what channel that was anyway it's time for us to slow down and appreciate the here and now what's in the here and now people relationships opportunities to make a difference opportunities to be on mission living life on mission is going to require you and I to slow down so to live a life on mission you've got to identify where you are invest where you are And the last one is, trust who you are. Trust who you are. Let me read Acts one more time, 38. And you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. He said God was with him. It's interesting to me because Jesus is God. So how's that working out? Notice it didn't say he went about doing good because, duh, he was Jesus. No, he said Jesus went about doing good and God was with him. If Jesus, even though he was God, the Trinity, I understand that. I'm not trying to change that. But if Jesus came and was in the form of man and still needed God to produce what he was doing, guess what we need? We need God. We need God. It said, for God was with him. Now, this is what I want you to lean in on, okay? It was, it was God with him that enabled him to go around doing good. That it was God in him that enabled him to heal people. It was God with him that enabled him to go around and do the miraculous. Let me show you how this translates to you and I. It's the promise that Jesus made to his disciples, but not only to his disciples. It's the promise that he's making to you and I right now. Matthew chapter 28. Let me, let's, let's read this real quick. Matthew 28, 18. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go. Everybody say go. Go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. What does Jesus say? As you go, you don't go alone. As you go to work, you're not going by yourself. As you're out in that patrol car running 90 to nothing, swimming through swamps, all that stuff you share with me, we'll edit that out. All that stuff, right? You're not doing it alone. You thought that person that was running from you hit a tree? No, they hit an angel. I'm not. I, I'm being serious. God is with you. I'm adding humor, but you need to understand when you're sitting in that cubicle, or you're stocking shelves, or you're driving a truck, or whatever you're doing, God is with you. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Get them off of everything you got going on, and look full in His wonderful face. And the things of this world. Will grow strangely, strangely dim. Like, how's that happening? It's still going on, but I'm not focused on it. You know why? Because you're focused on Jesus. I'm just breaking that verse down, that that song down. I used to sing that all the time growing up. And the things of this world will go strangely dim. Strangely means, how did that happen? How's this not bothering me anymore? That's because you you're not focused on that anymore. You've given that to God. Let's go all the way back to the beginning of service. Rewind. If you'll release what's in your hand, God will bring his peace. And then keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Listen, anytime we start talking about the mission of God and anytime we start talking about going and stepping out, I know how you feel because I feel that way too. We feel like, I can't do that. That's for somebody else to do. Seth, you can go ahead and come up. That's for somebody else to do. God, I'm, I, I can't say that. What if they don't understand? What if what I'm saying to them, they don't even, they don't, like, it doesn't apply. Trust God. Trust God. Remember what I said, trust who you are? That was the last point, trust who you are. I'm not trying to say, trust that you're some Mr. Wonderful or Mrs. Yes, I got it all together. No, don't trust that. Trust that you've surrendered to God and trust that he will lead you. Listen, God is calling you and I to go, but we're not going alone. He's calling us to establish a new home just down the street from here. But we're not going to have to do it by ourselves. I've given that completely to God. I'm going to do my part. I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to give above and beyond my tithe because I want, to, I, want to, I want to invest where I am I want to make an investment into the lives I want, to, I want to be able to say when God takes me off this earth I don't care if they ever know who B. Weber was but that church had a leader that saw them through the impossible They started a building campaign in the middle of a pandemic when there wasn't nobody even in the building but a couple leaders. God is with us. And then we're going to in turn tell that same message to the people that God entrusts to come here until we move and then in that new home that God is with them. You're not in that marriage by yourself. Listen. Listen. Listen, you're not in that relationship, you're not a single parent by yourself, God is with you. You're not showing up on that job by yourself, God is with you. You're not riding in that car going to serve somebody else who needs, you're not doing that by yourself, God is with you. You're not climbing up on the side of a building with a little rickety ladder, 20 something feet in the air, God is with you. Somebody say, I've got a mission. You've got one. And it's yours if you'll accept it. What am I saying? Wherever you find yourself in this journey, you're not doing it alone. In closing, Acts chapter 1. Acts 1, 4. Do not leave Jerusalem, this is is Jesus speaking, do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised. As I told you before, John baptized with water, but in just a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has the time, listen to this, Lord, has the time come for you? Everybody say for you. This is what they say. Has the time come for you? Has the time come for you to free Israel and restore the kingdom? This is what Jesus replied. The Father alone has the authority to set the dates and times. They are not for you to know. Basically, he's saying, wrong question. Wrong question. He said, but you... See, they said, is it time for you to do something? No. He said, but you... But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses. Telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea in Samaria and to the ends of the earth hashtag chieflin I didn't say chieflin was the end of the earth now if that's how you view it, that's your business he's going with us but he's calling you he says you will do it you will be the one that leads the people of Chiefland to an area that gets flipped upside down, where marriages can be restored, where people with addictions can be completely healed. Well, that's funny. You're talking about healing. You just lost your stepmom. My faith is not shaking. She, We got what we asked for, healing. God answered the prayer, but he don't always answer the way we want him to but he still did it do we miss her? <laughs> absolutely some of y'all saw us at the funeral family, dad, dad did what dad does he ministered to every single family member before y'all got there and minister, literally, ministered to every single person that came Y'all saw us joking and cutting up. We we talked about that after everybody left. I was like, they must have thought, what this is different? They're laughing down there. That's our that's who we are. Because dad prayed for us before everybody got there that that we would not, we wouldn't, we would not, we were already experiencing our, our own grief, but that we would not allow grief from others. And it was okay, but to to come, because that's how the enemy wants to push us down. Some of y'all need to pray that same prayer when you walk up into business and you know crazy sitting next to you or they coming down the aisle. God, protect me. Don't let what they got get on me. I said all that to say this. I was good. Even though she was already in heaven, Her body, I was good while she was in the house. She was already gone but she was in the house for hours before they came and I'm glad she was gone but there was something and Brittany even said there was we were good because we felt she was there and we were good going to North Carolina but when we left the body that we knew there But I stand here today to tell you that we're not alone. We're not alone. I mean, I'm I'm done. I'm done. Let me just show you how God worked all that out. She didn't want to be, I wasn't planning on sharing this I didn't, but she didn't want to be at the hospital. She wanted to be at home. God worked that out. Family came from North Carolina. And other family was on their way when we made the phone calls that she was gone. One of the particular family members that was on their way actually works for the funeral home back in North Carolina. We were talking about having to put Robin on a plane to fly her body back because she's buried beside her dad in a very beautiful spot under this tree. Beautiful. Our uncle Mike drives and picks up he works for them they were already on their way they were planning on driving their car but at the last minute before they even knew that Robin was gone they were already halfway here when they got the word they drove their minivan Robin didn't go on an airplane she would, she went back home with family I'm trying to tell you that God, God orchestrates everything he orchestrated everything Mike's daughter Ashley that I didn't even know works for the funeral home too she's the funeral director there I'm not trying to be morbid I've been to funerals hundreds of funerals and most of the time they don't look like they looked when they were alive family was able to take care of her hair makeup everything she looked exactly like she did when she was alive except she looked like she was sleeping again, God, or I'm not trying to be morbid I'm not trying to, I'm just God will take care of where you are and the circumstances that you are going through Mike and Nita drove her back she was surrounded by family from the time she passed to the time we put her in the ground, it was family all the way there was no personal people dealing with her at all, it was always family and I'm here to tell you that's what we're called to do we're called to be family. We're called to be there for one another. Why did dad do the funeral? Because what nobody else going to. Should he have had to? No. But that was his mission. the mission is yours, should you choose to accept it. To deny how you feel. To deny what you're going through. To deny the hurt and pain that you're going through. And stand in the gap for someone else, so that other people can see Jesus. Adam, will you come and pray?
1: the ushers come up and get ready for our building fun given this morning. Hey, everybody stand to your feet this morning and we're not going to do this week. It's going to be strong. Let's give God an ovation because can't nobody do it like God. Can't nobody give us a mission like God. Yeah, yeah. Give it to him. Give it to him because he's worthy. He's worthy and he's with us 24 seven. He's with us. And if you have any doubts in your head this morning, I was just reading some scripture while Bradley was sitting there because I wanted to see what he said specifically. It only takes but a moment. If there's any doubt that God's not with you, the thief on the cross said, remember me when you enter into your kingdom. And Jesus said, you're going to be in the kingdom with me. It only takes but a minute to just say, God, I believe in you. If there's any doubt in your head this morning, God, I believe in you and in what you did for me on the cross. And I ask, Father, that you come into my heart this morning. It only takes but a minute. And to do it sincerely and with faith that you believe what he did for you. And you ask for him to come and live inside of you this morning. And he'll be with you forever.
0: Hey, thanks again for listening today. Our mission at Release City Church is simple. We want to introduce people to the real Jesus by helping them know God, grow in freedom, discover their purpose, and go make a difference in their communities. For service time, staying connected with us, or just to learn more about the different ministries here, be sure to check us out online at releasecitychurch.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We hope to see you soon.